right now on VFN TV, President-elect Trump and the Supreme Court, who are the justices going in? What about Roe versus Wade? Is the countdown for abortion coming to an end? What is Planned Parenthood talking about a doomsday plan? And the 10th Amendment, what does that mean to the states? And finally, is even Vice President-elect Mike Pence an answer to our prayers right now on VFN TV? Welcome to VFN TV and the daily VFN radio program where we're keeping the conversation light. That's L-I-G-H-T, light. Here's what the Holy Spirit said. He said, I have many ministers and they are speaking on my behalf. But he said, what's missing is the urgency of this. These mega churches are really cognizant not to offend people. And they're really careful when they get up and preach to people that everybody leaves out there feeling really good. Preachers refuse to preach on the coming of Jesus Christ. Where's the urgency? I have never seen America in the place where we are right now. If you think that all the persecution is going to remain in Iraq against the Christians. You better think again. It's already coming into this country right now. If we don't tell people what they need to hear, God's going to hold us accountable and their blood will be on our hands. Whenever we preach, we've got to preach with an urgency in our voice that we need to be right with God if anything should happen to us. There's things right now in motion that may change our nation almost overnight. And for me to stand here and act like everything's all right, I can't do that. The politicians in Washington may can do that and lead you to believe that everything's going to be okay. But in the house of God, there's got to arise a siren that says, blast, 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 attention, attention, attention. Things are changing and they're changing quickly. We've got to have preachers in the pulpit that will say, watch out, warning, warning, red light, warning. People know something's going on in the Middle East. They know something's going on in Iraq, in Iran, in Damascus. They know about Iran. And people that's not even scripturally literate are trying to answer these things, and they're missing in a million miles. And God's saying to the preachers, get up and tell them. It's time to talk about what God's doing. People are seeking the Lord. People are seeking Christ. And if they don't find him in the church, where are they going to find him? Got an invitation to come back and the Lord laid on my heart. And that's when Mr. Tuart asked me about, did you have a dream? And I did. That's when he told me about the coming storm. And as I'm about to go into prayer, I just want to say the Lord laid on my heart. I said, I'm not going to share it unless somebody asks me to come. And where's Sud? Commissioner Barry asked me to come, and I said, this is it, I was going to share it. That there's another level about to happen. Riots are coming. Riots in the streets are coming. And if we're not careful, uh, shortly after the next election, the anger will mount so much that we'll end up having martial law declared. Loss of life is taking place. If we stay on this road, it's not going to be pretty. It's not, I mean, it's not going to be just us morphing into some socialist you know, um, type of uh, country, it's gonna be, I think, worse than what was experienced in Nazi Germany. And I will trying to understand, because I believe what happened there was a dress rehearsal for what the devil's trying to do in the whole world. I think the way the world is going, the way the U.S. is going, I think there's gonna come a time, and it's probably gonna be sooner than later, when what I do in a public forum is gonna be labeled as a hate crime. Some disturbing news from Russia. President Vladimir Putin signed a law outlawing evangelism and cracking down on house churches. The laws forbid evangelism outside of churches and other religious sites. That means people can't even share their faith in their homes or even on the internet. Well, you don't think God could put a tyrant over America? You don't think God could put a tyrant that oppresses the church? What have we been doing? What have we been doing as a church? Our power doesn't come from some self-declared savior promising that he alone can restore order as long as we do things his way. We don't look to be ruled. God is just. 
You think this last seven years has been tough? This eight years have been tough? That's just Jehoiakim. Zedekiah is right on the on the precipice of coming to pass in this nation. Not going to make it through the times that are coming without being his disciples and more. Without growing up into our purpose. And that so happens that communism is a system that I disagree with philosophically. I would not prefer to live under a communist system. Uh, I happen to feel that the great moments of history have been those moments when individuals have been left free to think and, uh, and to act. Lord, raise up mighty men and women. Raise up young people. Raise up voices, not echoes. Voices that can cut through and make politicians and judges. Welcome to BFN TV. I'm Greg Lancaster, and joining me just a moment is Steve Kalaseski. Well, we, as, as you know, if you've been watching us for quite some time, every program we've been ending with, Dear God, End Abortion, Send Revival, Send a Third Great Awakening. And here now we have a president-elect, President-elect Donald Trump, who's being interviewed just the other day talking about where he's going to go with uh, the Supreme Court and with Roe versus Wade, which came to the Constitution that says that abortion is legal. Look what he's talking about doing now. Let's take a look. During the campaign, you said that you would appoint justices who were against abortion rights. Will you appoint, are you looking to appoint a justice who wants to overturn Roe v. Wade? So here's what's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to put, I'm pro-life. Uh, the judges will be pro-life. Um, they'll be But what about overturning much, well, this Well, there are a couple law. of things. They'll be pro-life. They'll be... Uh, in terms of uh, the whole gun situation, we know the Second Amendment, and everybody's talking about the Second Amendment, and they're trying to dice it up and change it. Uh, they're going to be very pro-Second Amendment. But having to do with abortion, what it, if, if it ever were overturned, it would go back to the states. So but it would go back to the some states. Some women states. won't be able to get an abortion. No, it'll go back to the states. By state? No, some... Yeah. Well, they'll perhaps have to, go to want... another, have to go to another state. And that's okay. Well, we'll see what happens. It's got a long way to go, just so you understand. That has a long, long way. That's so exciting, is it not? I mean, think about it. We have a new president coming into office who says, you know, I'm pro-life. It's going to appoint, we're going to appoint pro-life judges. We, we're not, we're not going to you know, support Roe versus Wade. She's saying, well, it can be overturned. He says, well, we're going to turn it back to the states. That's all constitutional. As a matter of fact, look at first, this is the 10th Amendment to the Constitution, and this is what he's talking about. Steve, could you read that for us? The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. This is so important. So all the President-elect Donald Trump is saying is things are going to go back constitutionally the way they should be, which means your state will determine whether there's going to be abortion in your state or not. And of course, she immediately understood that every state's not going to allow it. And he said, well, that means then she's, that if somebody wants to abort their child, the end the life of their child, then they're going to have to find a state that actually will take the life of that child. This is the way America was meant to be. When you think about this, I remember the president, president of Planned Parenthood, uh, Richards, when she was at the Democratic National Convention, she spoke there, but this was outside the convention where she's so happy that they're going to have a candidate because she thought that uh, Hillary Clinton would be the president and it meant for Planned Parenthood that they could finally do what they always wanted to do to, to abortions unlimited. As a matter of fact, Take a look back at what the president of Planned Parenthood was saying so you can understand how far we've come. Take a look. Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood was founded 100 years ago, giving women the care they need to live their lives and chase their dreams. No limits, no ceilings. And a century later, an enormous ceiling is coming down. But this year isn't just about electing the first woman president. 
It's about electing this woman president. Each year, millions of women, men, and young people trust Planned Parenthood, and the Planned Parenthood Action Fund trusts Hillary Clinton. As First Lady, Hillary declared to the world that women's rights are human rights. She worked with Republicans and Democrats to help create the Children's Health Insurance Program, which now covers 8 million kids. As Secretary of State, she was a champion for women and girls around the globe, and she will always stand up for the right of every woman to access a full range of reproductive health care, including abortion, no matter her economic status. Well, that was what was happening inside the Democratic National Convention, but take a look at the president of Planned Parenthood outside at the party they were throwing. Take a look. This election is about a whole lot of issues. Um, and I guess the last thing I'll say is to be in a stage where we can actually now talk openly about the fact that abortion is a right we have to have. Well, that's what was happening on the outside of the Democratic National Convention, and she was, you know, being honest. I think it's good that people talk honestly about their issues so we can make a clear decision, and America did make the decision in saying that we wanted to end abortion. We want a pro-life uh, president in the office. As a matter of fact, look at Senator Warren, what she said, as she's saying that, that it would be going back in time. Well, if you're, the, if you're one of the 50-plus million children that have been aborted, your life has been ended, you were killed in the womb, wouldn't you say, hey, Elizabeth Warren, we're actually for letting our life, male and female, exist and not ending our life in the womb. Let's see what she said, though, about um, uh, abortion in America. Let's take a look. One in five women in America is a Planned Parenthood patient at least once in her life. I want to say to my Republican colleagues, the year is 2015, not 1955 and not 1895. Women have lived through a world where backward-looking ideologues tried to interfere with the basic health decisions made by a woman and her doctor, and we are not going back, not now, not ever. I stand with Planned Parenthood. Well... America made their choice, Senator Elizabeth Warren, and says they do not stand with that mindset, that we're for a pro-life president-elect Donald Trump, and we want a Supreme Court that's pro-life. The Supreme Court justice he's going to put in are pro-life. He put the list up, and America's made their choice. As a matter of fact, when we get back from this break, we're going to hear one other perspective you know, coming from David Delighton, but also we're going to hear how the same president of Planned Parenthood was just shouting, we can finally do this thing. They have a doomsday plan, reporters are talking about on MSNBC. Join us after the break. This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. Did you know that Jesus himself said, apart from abiding in him, that we can accomplish nothing? So many people want to be able to do that, but you know what? They don't have a plan to do it. We put together a simple plan for you, and it's at iabide.org. It's iabide.org. Go there and request your plan today. It is amazing how your life will change when you begin to spend time with him who created the universe. He's been desiring that you would do that. It's at iabide.org. Request your simple plan today. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Daily Radio Program. Every single day, we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to vfntv.com and click on the torch, our program 
that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well, you can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNTV.com. In addition, think about this. It's, we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store, you can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFNTV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there that you can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special area, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine anytime you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to VFNTV.com. Thank you so much and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. If we think about it, you know, by faith, we've just been praying. Listen, innocent bloodshed, you can do everything you want to do, but if we don't repent for the innocent mm -hmm. bloodshed, that was the reason why God was going to deal with Israel when he came and he said, listen, it is over for you. You're going to go into Babylonian captivity because there's so much innocent bloodshed that happened under Manasseh, I believe it was. And he said, but Josiah you know, found out the Word of God, he repented, and he asked God to forgiveness, and God delayed the judgment, but it was still going to come. It was going to come on just King Josiah's sons. I mean, Cain's, uh, Abel's blood from the Garden of Eden still cries out today. Yeah. So innocent blood being shed, and we talked about it again and again. As a matter of fact, this is David Delight in talking to Dana, as she's actually uh, speaking to them about how things were escalating at the last moment. And he goes, listen, no, you have to understand who David Delighton is. He's the one that went undercover for years, a couple mm -hmm. years, and did those undercover videos of Planned Parenthood, how they're uh, taking the baby body parts apart, selling them, putting them uh, according to the reports uh, that they actually uh, put them in bags, body parts, and shipped them through Federal Express. So as you were sleeping at night and the Federal Express was flying over you, they're carrying millions of aborted baby, baby parts, selling them to different people around the nation. We have all yes. that on VFN Torch for you so you can see that. And so this is the guy, David Delighton is, is an amazing young man. He did a powerful thing and thanks to what God has done through mm -hmm. him, it is a relevant topic. And listen to what he said as they were getting close to the decision. We saw where the yeah. president of Planned Parenthood, she's so pumped up. She's thinking, this is great. We can finally go all the way with it. But he says it's good news, the fact that it seems like they're being desperate. As a matter of fact, let's listen to David Delighton now as Dan is talking to him. So this uh, Planned Parenthood, they're, they're promoting infanticide at the Democrat convention. Uh, and they're promoting support of the abortion mills at the Democrat convention. I don't think I've ever seen it so mainstreamed before, David, as it was with the NARAL speaker up there to talk about how it was just no big deal. It was just inconvenient. I mean, am I incorrect on this? Have they ever celebrated it like this from the main stage? No, no, you're you're absolutely right that um, this is part of a of a um, of a really uh, disturbing trend with the abortion industry led by Planned Parenthood 
that they are um, they're trying to be loud out and proud about their abortions, about um, child killing anytime, anywhere, for any reason, all the way up to nine months, and then sell the body parts to the aborted babies afterwards. Um, then as, as disgusting as it is, though, Dana, it's actually something that, that you and, and I and, and your listeners, we can, we can actually um, take a little bit of hope from that and that I'm, I'm convinced after having been undercover with some of these people, um, attended Planned Parenthood and other abortion industry trade shows for, for two and a half years. Um, this strategy is the last ditch attempt of the abortion industry to try to legitimize themselves and try to legitimize their practices of child killing that the majority of Americans find to be absolutely abhorrent and disgusting and cruel. Um, it's really an act of desperation on their part, kind of when, you know, when someone feels like they're not getting enough attention and they have to hyperstimulate or they're trying to, um, mm. they, they try and make a scene because they know that they're going down. That's what you're observing in the abortion industry right now, led by Planned Parenthood, is this sort of, sort of the death throes, um, the, the, the last-ditch attempt, attempt mm. to try to go for, go for broke and shoot for the moon. It is so amazing how accurate David yeah. Delighton was, because it just seemed like, oh my goodness, are we going to begin to kill every infant in every womb everywhere and he was nailing it this was before the election and he knew he sensed that Planned Parenthood was doing their mm -hmm. last ditch effort as a matter of fact after the election when they realized what's taking place this is David Delighton that you're seeing right here you have to go back and watch those programs you'll be so impressed mm -hmm. about this young Christian man how he just did what was right he knew he needed to get this story out and he went undercover and went into the Planned Parenthood clinics and recorded the actual babies after being aborted, all their arms and legs, and it's horrific. But you have to understand that's what really that's what's yes. really happening. And when you heard uh, Hillary Hillary Clinton say we need to change fundamental religious beliefs and these type of things, she's talking about you know we need to believe that that abortion is okay. The value of life. When you hear about that Planned Parenthood, they take care of other things other than abortion. It's like well, why don't you just cancel abortions altogether and take care of women's health? There's more. There's much, many more other clinics that take care of women's health than, than Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. Planned Parenthood is the biggest provider, reportedly, of abortions, killing children in the womb, than any other organization reports are. And, uh, and so here you are, he, David Lydon nailed it. This is the president of Planned Parenthood, uh, Richards, as he's talking to in, on MSNBC, and they're talking about there's a doomsday plan for, for Roe versus Wade, for abortion in America. Now you saw how hyped up she was. Now you're looking at the reality. They're starting to see that it is in the cards, that, that there is a pathway towards ending abortion. We've been praying, dear God, end abortion. Why? No matter what anybody tells you, God's gonna judge a nation for the innocent bloodshed. But if we repent and we turn from that and say, God, forgive us, God can, can turn things and, and at least delay things. Yeah. And so more people can enter the kingdom of God. So it's a doomsday plan they're reporting now for Planned Parenthood. It looks like it's gonna be over they're talking about. Let's take a look. Joining us now is Cecile Richards, president of Planned Parenthood. Uh, Ms. Richards, thank you for being here. Good to see you, Rachel. Am I, um, am I right to ask about a doomsday plan? Do you see this as a doomsday scenario for reproductive rights? Look, I, we, Planned Parenthood's been around for 100 years, as you said. Uh, we've been fighting for the right to reproductive health care for that long. And as we said today, our doors stay open, and they will. Uh, and it has been kind of extraordinary, as you said. We have supporters, thousands of supporters from around the country, took so, to social media last night immediately. Uh, folks have been dropping off uh, baked goods at our health centers. But also one of the most interesting things has been the number of women who have called and made appointments for birth control. Hmm. IUDs, things that are covered now by the Affordable Care Act at no cost, they, because they are, of course, concerned that Donald Trump will follow through on his pledge to overturn the Affordable Care Act. So we are seeing uh, lots of new patients coming into our, uh, into our health centers. Do you think that Roe versus Wade is at risk? Absolutely. I mean, I think Roe versus Wade was on the ballot uh, in, in this election. Uh, now, I know that uh, Mr. Trump has said that in his acceptance speech that he was going to govern for all Americans, uh, not just ones who voted for him. And I hope that includes women, because of course women overwhelmingly did not vote for him, particularly women of color. Uh, and if he is going to govern for uh, represent all Americans, this is a right. Uh, the right to safe and legal abortion is a right women have had in this country for more than 40 years. And it is supported by people uh, of all parties. So it is important and we will absolutely be fighting for a justice to the Supreme Court who supports this right for women. I don't think you will get a justice to the Supreme Court who will support this right for women. Well, that's what we fight for. Yeah. That's what we fight for every single day. 
That is so huge. Mm. The president, you saw how pumped up she was at DNC. You saw the party outside the Democratic National Convention where she's saying, finally, we got somebody that says just basically put the pedal to the metal and let's just abort. Mm -hmm. and, and then she calls it a right. Understand this, yes, it is a right. But slavery was a right. And for some reason, Americans at some point thought it was okay to own, own now, property, another human being. But they could have looked at you and they would have told you that I have a right to own this person. And the law would have said, it's yes, right. right. Well, the thing about it was, it was an immoral law that you mm. shouldn't have slaves. You shouldn't, there's no, you don't have a right to own somebody, another person. It was wrong, it was evil. But you know what? It was legal. It was a right. Slavery was a right in America at one point. But you know what? They said that's wrong. They said that is immoral. There shall never be slavery in this nation again. And they took away slavery as a right. And no longer it was a right. As a matter of fact, you go to jail for even detaining someone that even looks, feels like possible, you know, slavery, where you're mm -hmm. just saying, stay in this corner right here for a little bit. And they go, that's, that's you know, slavery almost. And so, which means this, just because it was a right doesn't mean it was right. And it, thank God that America came to their senses and uh, the party of Lincoln, the Republican Party of Lincoln, mm -hmm. you know, said that the Emancipation Proclamation was signed and you know, slaves were freed. And it's a whole pro progression of this whole thing. But understand that, yeah, it, it, but as crazy as it sounds that people wanted to own people back then to a lot of folks, that's how crazy, by God's grace, it's going to sound when somebody says, you wanted to kill your child in your womb? I mean, do people actually let you do that? Was yeah. that a legal thing? That's what happens. The mind changes because mm -hmm. people think legally and morally are the same thing, but they're two separate spheres. Just because something's legal doesn't mean it's moral. And killing a child, and this is what happens when you have children. I don't know if you know this or not. They think it's all about them. You know, all of a sudden, you know, they want to eat. They want like a shelter. They want, want things, and it's like, you know what? If you love God and you love people and you love your children, you don't mind doing that. But if you love yourself more than you love your children, what many Americans have done is kill their children. Mm -hmm. That's not normal. That's not moral. It's an easy way out. But think about this. You get married. You don't like your husband. What if the law says, eh, kill this one and get another? I mean, that's what... if you. People are human beings. The baby is a human being. The husband is a human being. The wife is a human being. We're all creating the image and the likeness of God. And people would tell you, do not kill your husband. They would just say, listen, learn how to you know, get a divorce or something, but don't kill your husband. Mm -hmm. Well, how about look for adoption or something for your child instead of killing your child? Understand, no matter what people tell you, this is what we found out when we were watching the interviews with David Delighton, is that women had real difficult time dealing with the reality. Whatever they told them at the moment, uh, months later they had to deal with the, the fact of their that, life. that I've killed my child. That's right. How old is my child? You know, how old is my child? And so when we get back from this break, we're going to talk about Vice President-elect Mike Pence. He is a pro-life, you know, Vice President-elect. He has uh, been a pro-life governor, a pro-life congressperson, and he has uh, been responsible for defunding Planned Parenthood in his state. Wow. And so you think about this. Look at this pro-life team that God has given us, you know, as leaders, because they're representing you. America voted for them to yeah. go in there. So they're coming in saying, we want to flip this whole thing and be for life. Oh my goodness. Join us after this break. First, we have this offer for you. Okay, today's offer for your partnership of any amount. Remember, it's our partners that help keep us on the air. It's offer 2018. When your job becomes a job, learning how to deal with times of testing in your place of work and occupation. It's so easy to get caught up in our success, but even more so in times of crisis. No matter if, whether it's times of blessing or crisis, it's so important to never allow your attention or your heart to be turned away from the Lord. Job was a very blessed man who loved and honored God. He was a man of integrity. His business was reportedly worth over $5 million in today's value. But suddenly, there came a time of testing that turned his job into a job. He had a personal, family, and financial, and occupational crisis, followed by a physical crisis. 
Everything that could be tested was tested, but he remained faithful to God. This message will help you get a better perspective of times when you go through times of testing. Remember, he had a sevenfold return. Today's offer is offer 2018 when your job becomes a job. It's so simple to partner. Go to vfntv.com and click on partner now or mail your gift to VFNTV to 6500 North Pensacola Boulevard, Pensacola, Florida 32505 or call us toll free at 844-408-3688. That's offer 2018 when your job becomes a job. We're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at vfntv.com. We'll be right back. With Election Day coming, political conversations are all around us. And on today's Focus on the Family Minute, the late Chuck Colson provides a biblical perspective on how to discuss politics with others. We should be investing in it because politics is important. But remember that there's really no overlap between politics and faith. There is between church and state, but not between politics and faith. They both deal with the same question. And scholars until the 19th century would have never separated the two. So we're deeply concerned with the political outcome, of course, because it's it's how we live our lives together, our common lives. So we got to be gentle, loving, the same way you go to your neighbor. If you want to talk your neighbor into something, how would you how would you talk to your neighbor? We'll talk the same way in politics. The political conversations these days are hardly gentle, but that's the late Chuck Colson suggesting you can discuss politics in a loving way. Learn more about putting your faith into action at familyminute.org. And we want to encourage you today. Listen, right. the Lord is a faithful father. He is he is hope and love himself. He's compassionate, he's gracious, he's full of mercy. Mm-hmm. And and although he is sharing with us and letting us know that listen, judgment is upon us, if we repent, if we cry out to him, if we seek him and humble our ways and acknowledge, Lord, we have sinned before you. Things can turn. Mm-hmm. Things can turn. Things don't don't have to happen. And and that is our desire and that is our hope. Right. And that's why it's so important to partner with us. Yeah. So we can continue to be that trumpet. That Absolutely. Absolutely. Partner, partner, partner. We have all different ways how you can do that uh, just by going to VFNTV.com. We have worked very hard to to try to put things together in a way that you can easily find it. There's ways for you to partner as a sponsor. There's a ways for you to uh, partner as an underwriter. Just go to VFNTV.com and you'll see the torch uh, on the right hand in the center of the page. And you'll be able to follow, has some hands around the torch. Mm -hmm. That's your hands. That's our hands. That's all of us holding the torch together so that we can continue to keep the light uh, in this dark world and so that others can come and be informed and uh, grow in the things of God. Listen, we can do this when when we have our eyes focused on Jesus and on him alone. And when we have our ears attentive to his very word. Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome, welcome back. This is so this is encouraging. Huge. You know, you're looking at David Delighton here over my shoulder that the, this, this, this man had done such a major, major uh, investigative mm-hmm. reporting. I can't wait until the young folks wake up and realize you with a camera can change the yeah, world the yeah. and begin to use this technology to be able to... to educate folks on what's going on. And they did, it went undercover mm-hmm. in the Planned Parenthood clinics. And we have those programs for you. And uh, they're definitely parental guidance is suggested, but it's the real deal and it's what's happening. It's really happening. So when yeah. you hear our president, during a, a president-elect talk about in a debate that the person I'm running against is for partial birth abortion up to the last day before that baby's born, mm-hmm. and there's no blinking, and what happens, they literally pull the baby out of the womb, leave, pull the baby's bodies out, and then the head still in the mother's womb, you know, the birth canal, and they actually, de- they be just like the ISIS is beheading, yeah. beheading people in the Middle East and throughout the, the world, different mm-hmm. places, they're beheading babies in partial birth abortion. They take scissors and stick it right in the back of their head and, and cut their spinal cord, and it's like, 
what are we doing? Why would we even do something like that up until the day before the child is born? So when you think about that, so it's so important before the eyes of God, you know, that we are, uh, we have a leader now that's saying, I, you know, I am pro-life. As a matter of fact, the vice president-elect, Mike Pence, I mean, listen to the, I mean, he was, this is a pro-life leadership. Take a look at this earned a reputation as a champion for conservative causes, leading the fight to defund Planned Parenthood. Millions of pro-life Americans should not be asked to fund the leading abortion provider in the United States. I'm a Christian, a conservative, and a Republican in that order. Well, so powerful. That is so, so powerful that, you know, that's actually where the leadership mm -hmm. that we have, that, you know, he, he's nonstop, you know, we need to defund Planned Parenthood. And if Planned Parenthood was not into being the largest provider of killing of children in the womb, Mike Pence would not have been doing that. But the fact is, is that how can you be uh, for human life and be against the children who don't even have a voice yet, you know, in the womb? And I thought it was pretty interesting, too. If you'll find states that are, uh, uh, you know, people that are for abortion, you'll ask them quite often, they're actually against the death penalty. The very same people that are for aborting, hmm. killing a child in the womb, they're against the death penalty for someone who took another life. Could it be because they're thinking, hmm. I, would I would be the be one, one they Yeah, exactly. You think about it. But I would right. be taking, taking, it would be my particular life. Well, you're looking at Rachel Maddow when she sat there and she said, uh, I don't think you'll get a Supreme Court justice that will fight for abortion reproductive rights. When people talk about abortion, they use the word reproductive rights. And the whole thing is, you know, when did we get over reproduction? When Once a baby is conceived, mm -hmm. at that point, it's in God's hands. We're not knitting that child yeah. together. We, we're not knowing that child before it was in his mother's womb. We're not, God is doing that. God is knitting that child together miraculously, you know, doing that and taking place. And they also said, uh, uh, when, when Vice President Mike Pence or Vice President-elect Mike Pence is talking, he said, you know, millions of Americans should not be asked to fund uh, the killing of unborn children, or the millions of Americans should not be asked to fund the leading provider of mm -hmm. abortions in the United States, Planned Parenthood. This is our leaders. I mean, we've been, you've been hearing, hearing us consistently saying, yeah. dear God, end abortion. You know why we say that? It's sin, it's wrong. But the whole thing is this, is there's not going to be an America if we don't deal with the innocent bloodshed. We have to deal with the innocent bloodshed. God does not wink at innocent bloodshed. If Abel's blood still calls out now right. from the Garden of Eden, from the soil, I mean, think about it. Over 50, could be 60, 70 million children have been killed in the womb, and their blood has been poured into drains, it's been going into the, the, uh, the ground and the soil, uh, through Federal Express and all their planes and through all these labs inside of all these universities, that blood is everywhere. It's everywhere. And so that blood is screaming and crying out, deal with America, deal with America, to the creator of the universe. Think about it. And so God will deal with America. Mm -hmm. He will bring judgment on us if we repent, if we say, God, we're sorry, it was wrong, it was murder, it was... It was evil. And you look at America when they voted in, I guess, you know, President Donald, Donald Trump and Vice President Mike Pence, I mean, openly before the whole world, they said, you know, that I am pro-life, yeah. which means I am for the child to have life in the mother's womb. And you even saw the interview that you saw in the beginning of this program. I mean, He's so clear. It's so unusual because normally politicians, when they talk, well, he's not a politician. He says he's not one. That's the beautiful part. When they of talk, it. you're going like, what did he say? What and, are they talking about? You know? And that's the beautiful, just answered prayer that we're sharing on this entire program. For the last, you know, eight years, we've seen that dancing around, refusing to acknowledge the, the, the clear, identifiable truth, where now you're seeing this is what's happening. This is who I am. This is what I'm going to do, and this is what's going to happen. And it's just like having that clear, defin definable truth is just like, this is an answer to prayer, and it is beyond encouraging. And it's it just is. like when you look at what is happening, it's just like we've been saying, you're saying over and over again, God, end abortion, center of violence. It's like right. this is just so encouraging. Yes, uh -huh. it is. It's very encouraging. Well, and, and I just think that's beautiful is because it's just knowing the fact that it's just like this is where we are and just realizing that, what's happening right now. Right. So, 
And so that's where I get, having an answer to prayer. We're having yeah. a total answer to prayer. And we owe a lot, as you're seeing right here, David Delighton, who went out there and, and put mm -hmm. his life on the line. And we got arrested in Texas for a driver's license yes. issue. They were talking about putting him in jail for 20 years. That's because, how much they wanted to silence him. Yes, yeah, yes, they really did. And you got to go back and watch these interviews with him yeah. because it's so, so uh, touching and realizing if he can do that, if David can do that, you can do that. And we're constantly talking about a vision of new media in America. I mean, one thing that we've learned in the last eight years is a media has lost its freedom. It's no mm -hmm. longer an independent voice reporting the news. You're seeing people with an agenda that openly say they are, and they're saying, I mean, it's almost like Jezebel's prophets. You know, where you saw uh, Elijah and you saw, you know, Jezebel and her prophets come to the top of Mount Carmel. And basically Elijah just stood there while they began to call out and say, this is how it's gonna happen. This is what's gonna happen. This is what's gonna happen. And they were lying. It wasn't how it was gonna happen. But you saw, you saw CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC. I mean, you even saw Fox talking about, you know, being in agreement with what's going on. And so all these different, uh, these, every single day they would dedicate 10, the first 10 minutes of a 30 minute news cycle to something bad about uh, one candidate and, and spend the rest talking positive about the other one and saying uh, Hillary Clinton's gonna win. It's like, how do you even know? You know what? They didn't know. Mm -hmm. They didn't know. And their report, they have to admit it now, they didn't know. The New York Times is apologizing to its subscribers saying we missed it, we did not hear the people right, because they were, they were totally supporting. They sh you're not supposed to, the whole thing is you just report the news. But you know what? This was prophesied about. It was prophesied about uh, by Rick Joyner and uh, others that God is gonna be raising up new news anchors yeah. who would not only be able to tell the news, but they're gonna tell you prophetic news. What's gonna to happen tomorrow? Notice there's no prophetic news going across America. They didn't even know the next hour, much less the next election. And they were all prophesying a lie. The ones who were saying it's gonna be this way. And they still couldn't even digest the reality mm -hmm. when it was coming in. They still wanted to say, this is not true. And it's like, it is so true, it is true. The people of America have spoke. And it showed that, you know what? God is gonna raise up new media. And the thing about God is that is that he tells us things and gives us an option. In other words, it's not enough to know the news. You need to know what to do with the news you know. If God tells us that a storm is coming, like a financial storm, for example, we can say, God, we don't want a financial storm. And he's going to say, great, this is what you need to do. I don't want to bring a storm on you. He says, I'm fashioning a storm against you. But if the watchman on the wall gets on the wall and begins to broadcast the true news that this is what's going on, then if we hear and respond to that news, God will stop the disaster. I mean, that's the God that we serve. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited about the new anchors that are coming up. I mean, you, you look today and you're thinking, my goodness, you know, what's, what's taking place in America and the world? Well, what's taking place is the fulfillment. They don't even know what's going on, but God told us beforehand. We talked about it. We have it on the VFN torch for you. As a matter of fact, when we get back from the break, we'll even read it to you what's been on uh, VFN TV for quite some time. And we're also gonna talk about this satanic clubs that we talked about previously on the program. Now they're beginning to sign petitions over 100,000 citizens. Mm. And uh, one particular state have signed a petition that says we do not want these Satan clubs in our school. More we'll get back from the break. This is VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. We are in a major apostolic reformation season in the church. The church means fellowship in the Bible, but it also means straddle the jail, war. So in the midst of this season, God is raising up through our fellowship a warring unit that knows how to move forward to accomplish his purposes in the earth. We want you to know that you need to connect with an apostolic movement or else you need to be a part of building an apostolic structure. And we want to encourage you as you move forward in this season of the church that you be a part of the apostolic church arising.
I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Data Radio Program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to VFNTV.com and click on the torch, our program that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at vfntv.com. In addition, think about this. It's, we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices, and online. We're all over the world, and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store. You can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there. You can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to vfntv.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special area, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine anytime you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much, and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. My goodness, this is just this an is very exciting, exciting day. But very this, exciting. But like you know, Rick Joyner said in an earlier program of Morningstar Ministries, this is just the beginning. We got to yeah. begin to pray. A lot of work to we do. We got to begin to support those in leadership, and it's going to be a process mm -hmm. of, of of turning things around. And I'm excited about a full House of Representatives, this conservative Senate majority that is. Uh, conservative executive branch, which is conservative, and a Supreme Court judge is about to be put on. All three on. branches. All three branches. So we're very excited about mm -hmm. that. So God, understand, you saw what happened in the news. I mean, if you don't know, it was, it was, it was sad. And it was really sad is they don't know how sad it was. <laughs> they think they're the only party in town, and they don't realize that, you know, there's 300 and some odd million people in America, and mm -hmm. they didn't agree with that handful of people that runs uh, the uh, different media sources. But you know what? Bill Yant, right? Mm -hmm. Bill Yant gave a prophetic word, and I want you to read this word because he talks specifically about this day was going to happen. Steve, can you read yes. that for us? He says, news anchors will be shaken as they report perilous upcoming world events. Some will be shaken overboard. Anchors away. I heard the father say, I will be... So he's be talking about press. Yes. These very people we yes. watch on the news who got all this stuff wrong, who tried to tell us all the things that weren't true. This is what God said prophetically about him. Go ahead. I heard the Father say, I will begin to shake the news media through the perilous events coming upon the earth. As news anchors are sent to certain locations where devastations and dangerous conditions emerge, there will be those news stations whose anchors will not be able to withstand the stress and pressure of reporting horrendous news day after day. The word anchor means something that provides stability or security, like an anchor of a ship in the midst of a raging storm. The calmness and stability that we have seen up until now in our news anchors is about to be highly tested, which we are seeing. Oh, yeah. I sense that what is about to be reported in the very near future will make the bad news of yesterday seem as nothing compared to what is about to follow. 
I will begin to promote unknown anchormen and anchor women into national media who have an anchor that holds and grips the solid rock. I saw several known anchormen and anchor women shaken to the core of their being as they became weary and, un, 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 excuse me, and unable to cope with the stress of their jobs day to day, which we've seen them literally fall out of their chairs. Oh, yeah. I heard the Spirit say, anchors away. The Lord then took me to the book of Acts in chapter 27, verses 22 through 24, to a life-threatening storm where an anchorman named Apostle Paul had received a late breaking news report. Fear not. I have good news in the midst of the bad news. I am with you in the midst of the raging storm. Because of you, I will spare the lives of others on your ship. News broadcasting stations will give way to news anchors who are being hosted up from deep waters by the hand of the Lord to be brought on board the battered ships on the sea of life. And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times and strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure, Isaiah 33, 6. He continues to say, These anchormen and anchor women will come forth from deep waters of the unknown. They will not only report the perilous news, but will have the treasures and riches of Christ inside of them, so that the anointing of God will come right through the radio and television screens as people become convicted by their radiant countenance and peace in the midst of chaos. These anointed news anchors will become spectacles to the world as they are given favor to report of the hope within them. Some upcoming anointed news anchors will be given words of knowledge on what to do to avoid danger and disease, and they report the news before the news actually takes place. The favor of the Lord will increase upon these hand-picked vessels because of their accuracy in reporting the news before the news actually spreads throughout broadcasting stations, bringing the fear of the Lord and salvation into many lives. Many will kneel before their televisions receiving Jesus Christ into their lives with healings and miracles following. Some news anchors will be tagged with Bible names such as Anchorman Daniel or Elijah and Anchorwoman Deborah who speak with such authority that they will predict weather patterns and at times change them. We must pray for those who are now connected in the news media. A great shaking is coming upon them. Let's pray that they will be shaken into the kingdom through what is happening on the earth and pray for the promotion of those whom God is bringing into report His perspective upon these world events. When it isn't making any sense down here, it is up there. We're seeing it take wow, place. It's very We're seeing that take place. Pull up this other word too, right? God's yeah. plan. That uh, where Rick Joyner's talking about it. So we're looking at the, those words. I mean, in October, God told us, told me specifically during a sabbatical, that Donald Trump would be the next president. That there would be a nice, smooth transition the way mm-hmm. President Barack Obama is handling the transition. He showed me that the moment that the president takes his hand off the Bible, that he would be working with America and working in conjunction and for mm-hmm. for the church to be a friend, like Cyrus type situation. I mean, that's that's the difference. The difference is God is one, he's the one in control. I mean, of all the things he said, he says, he calls the gospel good news. Mm-hmm. And it's the news. And God, you're seeing a distrust in men's news, but God is shifting that to men and women of integrity who hear the word of God, who just tell you what God says. Yeah. And then we watch it happen. Have we not seen that over, yes, and, over, over and over and again. over and over again? And it, there's even one word right here that uh, that Rick Joyner talks Joyner's. about very specifically. God's raising up a news mm-hmm. news source, right? Read mm-hmm. that. I don't think our government is telling us the truth. This, this is CD, Rick, Joyner, this Morning, is Rick Joyner. Rick Joyner of Morningstar Ministries. He says, I don't think our government is telling us the truth. The CDC isn't. It's bizarre. We've got to discern the truth, what is really happening. Not only can we not count on our government for provisions, that's one of the first things that we learned at Katrina, with all their good intentions and all their resources, they couldn't get it to the people, okay? I don't think we can trust them for accurate information either. We've got to have our own source of information. We need to have other reliable sources for what is going on, and there are potentials for this to be developed. There are some major things going on in Christian in Christianity today to develop sources of information that will be trustworthy, that will be accurate, and if they are not trustworthy, they will be covered as potential, we're hearing rumors of this or whatever, but it won't be presented as news if it is just rumor. But to get accurate information, I believe the Lord is raising up people to really do that, and you're going to see the world coming to the church for information, for light.
So you're looking That's at, powerful. you know, we were in a prayer uh, community praying mm -hmm. and asking God, you know, what needed to be done in the season we needed to do it. And I believe it was in 2008, 2008, mm -hmm. when God spoke to us and spoke to me and said, listen, you know, you're going to be in television radio. <laughs> it's like, come again, Lord. <laughs> and uh, he said, that's the way. But you're going to have to begin to reach out to this, this form of communication. Yeah. And, and we're on every platform. God's put us on, you it's know, amazing. every platform you could have made. And we're talking to the world right now, as a matter of fact. And we big shout out to Missouri. We're so glad to have Missouri as part of our broadcast audience. And, uh, and know this, that God established VFN television. Mm -hmm. I mean, he established other news sources, but you're seeing why VFN TV is so important. And everything that we said and everything that we did, we always have it available to you at VFNTV.com. So you can go back and watch past prophetic broadcasts. You can go back and see, did God say that? Did they know it? Did God tell them before it happened? And begin to say, you know what? I can trust what I'm hearing from VFN TV because if it's not that they don't know it to be true, they're going to say it's not, they don't know it mm -hmm. to be true. But if, they, if God has revealed it to them, God's going to tell them, and they're going to tell it to you, and you can bank on that when God says it. I mean, even, even my own self on, on the night of election returns, my own body wanted to look around and go, There's, it's, it's, I know what God told me, but I don't know. And it happened exactly like God said, that, that President-elect Donald Trump would be the President of the United States. Just like the Speaker of the House, Mike or Paul Ryan, said that, we have a plan set up. The moment he gets his hand off the Bible, he's going to hit the ground running. That's what God told me. And the third thing he told me was that the moment that the president, Barack Obama, his term is up, and the next president comes in, everybody's going to be free from oppression that's been over mm. the nation. Wow. That's exciting. I mean, it's like everybody was under this heaviness, and it's going to be lifted up. I don't know how long it's going to be lifted up. I know some difficult times are coming. But understand, all that is coming to pass as we speak. And so these words are confirmed even before your eyes today. I want to encourage you, if you have not yet said, you know what, I need to quit complaining and screaming at darkness, and I need to partner with the light. I need to go to VFNTV.com, and I need to become a partner. I need to pray for, pray for VFNTV and the VFN Dream Center. I need to get involved and support it financially every single month. Maybe your business needs to join in and begin to put your shingle up. So, you know what, I stand up for God and country and Israel in that order. And I want to be a part of mm -hmm. prophetic news, news that really means something about the day, news that you can trust. And it's because of you, partners like you, people like you that are watching and listening, that go to VFNTV.com, they click on Partner Now, and they give financially that keeps us on the air to be there. We're not begging. We're just saying, hey, this is what God's done. You want to be a part of the true news that's taking place. I want to pray for you right now. I know we're coming to a close. I want to thank you so much for being a part of our audience. We're excited mm -hmm. about the fact that we're watching the leaders going, we're going to end abortion in the land yes. as they're working towards it. Father God, we love you. We thank you, Lord God, that you heard the heart's cry of so many. We thank you, Lord God, that you, you saw the innocent bloodshed and you heard the, the voiceless children that didn't get a chance to even praise your name with their lips outside the womb, God. And you're turning this nation around that People thought it was stuck and it was, it, was, it, was, it was there and it wasn't going to move. But they thought the same way about the evil things of slavery. They actually thought it was, it, was, it, was, it was right and it was wrong. And so is abortion. They think it was right, but really it's wrong. And in days to come, after it gets passed and goes away, Father God, Lord, we ask you, end abortion in this land, dear God. End it, Lord God. Give them a grace and put angels behind them as they write the legislation, as they support, appoint the judges. Hold back the naysayers that would try to stop this. Let your wind blow quickly yes. across this land and bring us to a place of alignment with heaven, God. We pray, Lord, that your kingdom would come over America, over Washington, D.C., Lord God, that the house of cards would come down, the monuments would come down, the bulldozer would go through, everything that's not of you, Father God. Let the wind blow the unrighteousness out of Washington, D.C. Lord, we pray for righteousness, Lord, once again in our nation, Father God. Lord, end abortion, send revival, send a third great awakening, we pray. In Jesus' name, God bless. We want to give a special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit VFNTV.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information, phone numbers, web addresses, emails. Call them today. I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you've joined us. Don't forget you can join us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download our app and sign up for our newsletter, The Torch, at vfntv.com. I've enjoyed our time together. God bless.
Listen, I'm telling you, there's nothing more beautiful than family. I know you may have had some difficult experiences in your natural family. A family reunion might put chills up your spine. But listen, the family of God is not like that. When you find out that you get around a family who honors their father, who honors Father God, who have in common their loyalty to Jesus Christ and a desire to follow his ways. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Listen, Bind Fellowship Network is a network of abiding churches. You may have tried everything, but it's time just to be. It's time to be the church. Maybe that's for you. Maybe you're ready to take the step and again say, you know what? I believe that I can be family, the family of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Maybe that's for you. Go to vinefellowshipnetwork.org, vinefellowshipnetwork.org, where we're loving God, loving others, and leading others to do the same.